is a Woodside Church podcast. Well, I'd like to introduce our speaker this morning. Uh, many of you know that uh, myself and Dawn uh, have been to West Africa a number of times. Uh, we've got a number of churches and pastors uh, that we have connected with as part of the Catalyst New Frontiers family. Uh, in fact, many years ago, I was in a meeting when uh, someone prophesied, David was there, David Devonish, and prophesied uh, to David that, that God was going to open up West Africa uh, and uh, to David. And I think I was sat too close to him at the time, and I became the person that was going to be involved in West Africa. But I can assure you it's been an absolute thrill. And one of the people that we've got to know as a very close friend uh, is, is a man called Sam Amara, who is with us today. Uh, and I'd just like to say a few words about Sam. Sam, his wife, love it, and his children, goodness, Casey, and Miracle are beautiful. And, and growing up fast, I remember Miracle when he was sort of this height, he's now this height. Uh, and he's their youngest. Uh, and so, a phenomenal family. Uh, Sam's doing amazing work, not only leading a church in, in Nigeria and looking to plant another one uh, in, in a, a place called New Lagos, Lekki, uh, and phenomenally uh, committed there, but also oversees our churches across West Africa. Um, it's a, hu- a huge area. I mean, Nigeria alone has got around 200 to 220 million people. Just Nigeria. Like populations the size of the states. So, it, you know, the, the, the sizes are huge. People say, if you go to Nigeria, they say, if you've, you've never been to Africa unless you've been to Nigeria. That's what Nigerians say. Is that right? Is that right? Is that, I know there's some other Africans in the room that probably won't agree with that statement. <laughs> Great friend, loves God, loves the church, and it's the thrill. Uh, Sam was with us yesterday uh, as part of the Moscow Conference, but as a result... We also thought we'd give some space for him to preach and bring God's word to us. So please, welcome Sam Amar. Good morning, church. Good Good to be here. I bring greetings from Lagos, uh, from our church, Grace Church, in uh, Ecoton area of Lagos. And then also bring greetings from my wife, like you heard. I'm married to only one wife. And I have three children. Uh, Casey is uh, 22, going to 23, finish up with his university, preparing to do national youth service. And goodness, he's in his uh, final year in the university. A miracle, miracle is t- uh, goodness is 20, and miracle is uh, 14, 15. <laughs> Very tall, taller than me. He's taller than everybody in the house. So. So, so pleased to be here, and I want to first of all thank every one of you, and thank you for all your prayers, and for your support, and for your encouragement to what we are doing together in West Africa, and, and also thank you very much for releasing Martin often to come over. We are together, he, f- he found it difficult getting a visa to Nigeria, I don't know why, last year, <laughs> it's funny, but he was able to make it to Liberia. And we had a great time there in Liberia. So I want to just say a very big thank you for supporting and encouraging our work together in West Africa. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And thank you and thank you again. And then 
the school works we do, a lot of you were involved supporting them with um, a scholarship. Some of them would have not entered private schools and have quality basic education without that scholarship. I just want to say again, thank you very much for all that. God bless you. Um, this morning, I will just ask you for permission. I know you struggle with my accent, and, but also I just want to be a Nigeria. I'm a Nigeria. And I lived in Lagos, and Lagos is very loud. Right? And so sometimes I may speak very loud. Don't, so don't get angry. Don't think I'm speaking at you, I'm shouting at you. I'm just expressing myself. Thank you very much. So let's pray together. Father, we want to thank you for your goodness and your kindness. Thank you for your love. Thank you for giving us your son, Jesus, who died for us, who brought us all together, who saved us, who reconciled God, men to God and God to men, and reconciled us all together. We want to thank you for the wonderful, wonderful body of Christ, that we can be together that we can share together, that we can be a community together, brothers and sisters, friends together in Christ. Thank you for the wonderful love. Thank you for all you have done, and thank you for what you're going to do. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Yes, this morning I want to address us on the topic, uh, title of uh, All Things Are Possible. All Things Are Possible. And I'm going to be looking at two tensions. And one part of it will be a victory, conqueror's faith, and the other part will be a suffering or enduring faith. And so I'm just going to encourage us and then steer our heart out. And I, will, I would like us to read the book of Mark chapter 9 from verse 14, if you would love to do that. And if it's on screen, that would be great. And when he came to his disciples, he saw a great multitude around them and described disputing with them. Immediately, when they saw him, all the people were greatly amazed, and they running to him, greeted him. And he asked them, asked the tribe, what are you discussing with them? Then one of, them, one of the crowd answered and said, Teacher, I brought, I brought you my son, who has mute spirit, and wherever it seizes him, it throws him down, he forms at the mouth, gnashes his teeth, and becomes rigid. So I spoke to your disciple that they should cast it out, but they could not. And he answered to him and said, O fatless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him here. Then they brought him to him. And when he saw him, immediately the spirit convulsed him again, and he fell on the ground and wallowed, and foaming at his mouth. He asked his father, how long had this been happening to him? And he said, from the childhood, and often he has thrown him both into fire and into water to destroy him. But if you can do anything... Have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus said to him, If you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Immediately the father of the child cried out 
and said with tears, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. When Jesus saw the people came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, Deaf and dumb spirit, I command you, come out of him and enter him no more. The spirit cried out, convulsed him greatly, and came out of him, and he became as a dead, as dead, as one dead. So the many said, He is dead. But Jesus took him by his hand and lifted him up, and he, ro- he arose. And when he has come to the house, his disciple asked him privately, Why could we not cast it out? So he said to them, This kind cannot come out but by prayer and fasting. I'm using a New King James Action. Thank you very much. There are other scriptures I would like to refer to, but maybe because of time, I'm not reading. Matthew chapter, you can put it down, Matthew chapter 19, 23 to 30. I'm just going to draw from those stories. And also Genesis 18, 9 to 14. Genesis 18, 9 to 14, you can also write down. All things are possible. All things are possible. If we read the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, there is one thing that is undisputed throughout from the beginning of creation to the recreation of the whole world of new heaven and new earth is that the the God of the Bible, whom we worship, is almighty and can do all things. Right from the beginning of Genesis, there is nothing impossible with him. He can do all things. And it's the conviction on this truth that inspires us to pray, inspires our faith, inspires our hope, and inspires us to stand confidently at all times in all things, believing and trusting God. This is a firm foundation upon which our faith is viewed, our worship is viewed, and our work with God is viewed. And so from the three texts I mentioned, if we look through them, we will see this very clearly, that God is able to help us through, able to change every circumstances of our life. But also we find underlined in the place we read, that there is a role of our faith participating in what God can do. But also when we read closely and look closely to what we have read, we also find out that this faith might not be a very absolute perfect faith. That sometimes God observe, uh, understands that we struggle to believe. Like the man saying, I believe, help my unbelief. We go through this struggle, true. And so, I think that uh, <clears throat> we face a lot of enormous challenges in our lives, difficult circumstances, things we don't understand, but things also that tell us that we are limited. That is one of the things I'm going to say. We are limited. We are human beings. We cannot provide a lot of solutions to things, but there are things we cannot do ourselves. And so, challenges in the family, challenges at the workplace, challenges illness, or like we heard this morning, lost somebody, grieving time. I just want to say in every season of our life, 
in every challenge or box up or wherever we find journey of our life, that God is there and God is able to manifest and show himself through all these circumstances. All things are possible. Sorry, I'm not going to be just preaching a positive faith mentality or uh, what do you call positive thinking. No, it's not what I want to speak this morning. I'm just going to show you that God is able to help us through whatever situation, whatever thing we find ourselves, God is able to show us through. Can you imagine in Mark chapter 9, that place, if you read the older scriptures that uh, uh, tell the, narrate the same story, in fact, it's the only son, the only son he has, and suffered from childhood. She was, he was epileptic, he was deaf, he was dumb. And you can't just think about managing such situation. Your only child, the only son, the only child, managing that situation from childhood. And sometimes in the, he's throwing him into the fire and sometimes to the water. We understand the scripture said the, 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 the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. The enemy, that's what is our enemy. And sometimes we stand very, very helpless in such situation. But I bring you a good news that all things are possible. All things are possible. God can do all things, can change every situation, and that is true. Now, I want to start by saying all things without God, all things are not possible. But also underline that he said all things, all things. Without God, all things are not possible. As men, we try to fix every situation, and that's why he has created us. Gives us mind thinking, and we have done so much well in helping solve one situation or the other. But sometimes it seems as we are solving this one, we are creating more for ourselves, and that we are finding ourselves that we are limited. We are men, we are not God. We are men, we are not God. And sometimes, you know, you get stressed up in your mind. Why is it not working? I have prayed, I have fasted, I have done this, I've done, I've taken all the drugs and everything we, I should do, and nothing is happening. You just understand? You're a man. You cannot do everything. You're not God. It's only with God that all things are possible. The scripture in the book of... Uh, uh, John chapter, I would like to read it out from my outline. John chapter 15, verse 5 says this. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me, and I in him, bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. Without me, you can do nothing. He said, you know, when we go through these situations, and we find out, we're helpless. That is why we begin to look up to something else. When I did Hebrew in my college air time, they said the word for man is like, if you interpret it, it means a praying being, a person who look up to. There's always tendency to look into ourselves. And that's great. But when we get, we meet situation like this, we do what? We have to look up somewhere else. There is somebody there. I just quickly mentioned the obvious. All things are not possible with men. We are limited because we are limited in space. We are limited in knowledge. We are limited in everywhere. We don't live forever. 
We don't have all the answers. God has all the answers. So we are subject to decay. We are subject to death. All things are not possible with men. Men can do certain things and do a lot of things, but all not all things are not possible with them. Number one, just to uh, uh, mention, number one, all things are not possible. Men and women cannot save themselves. You can buy your salvation. There was a very wonderful story in a book of Matthew chapter 19, from verse 16. And this young man came. He was a young ruler. He's very wealthy, very religious, perfect moral. And then he came to Jesus. He asked questions. People don't ask in my country again. People don't ask questions of what shall I do to do or to inherit eternal life. People ask, what can I do to get out of poverty, to get money, and to do this? He asked, what shall I do to get to, to have eternal life? To Jesus. He, in fact, he called Jesus a good man. That was actually to express himself, oh, I'm a good person. I'm a wonderful person. And Jesus said, do you know like, the, the comma 10 commandment? He said, yes, I do. I do. I understand them. He said, oh, thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not lie. Thou shalt not do this. Thou shalt not. He said, all those things I have been doing from my childhood. And so what is he saying in effect? I am perfect. I, am, I don't need anybody. So what he came to is, he came to commend, he want Jesus to commend him. And so there are so many people who think because they go to church, because they pray, because they are this, because they are born in Christian home, oh, they are. Because they fast, they are Christian. They are born again, they are children. No, I don't think. We don't save ourselves by all, our own righteousness. He's just saying he, can, he has already obtained salvation by his own righteousness. And Jesus said to him, okay. If you read other translations, it says Jesus loved him and said, oh, wonderful. This is a good man. He said, you know what you're going to do? He said, one thing you lack it. One thing you lack. He said, go and sell all your wealth. Give it to the poor. Come and follow me. And then, ha, huh? sell all my wealth, my estate. My cars and all that. And that's the only way to go to the kingdom of God. The Bible says his countenance felt him. He was angry. And he left. And you know when he left, Peter and the disciples were also disappointed. Because they knew him as a good man. And they were asking themselves, who can be saved? Who can be saved if this man who is perfect, who is moral, who helped everything, who can be saved? And Jesus said, with man, he mentioned something about uh, he, for it's half a rich man to um, enter the kingdom. It's like a passing. But the, the trust of the story is that he's saying, with man, it is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Meaning that it's, it is, salvation belongs to God alone. We are saved by grace. We are saved not by our work, not by our works of righteousness. Not by our good work, not by our fasting, not by our praying, not by this. We are saved by grace. We cannot save ourselves. God alone. Salvation belongs to God. I belongs to God alone. And anyone that wants to be saved, be born again, he has to come to Jesus, accept him as Lord and personal Savior. It has to depend on him by faith. All things are possible. Whether you're rich, whether you're poor, whether you're educated, whether you're not educated, wherever, whatever, all things are possible. Anybody can become born again and become a child of God. All things are possible. And so next is that we cannot reverse our age. We cannot reverse the, 
the, our age. We cannot, you are getting older, you are getting older, no matter what is happening. Sometimes I think, you know, I live in a two-story apartment. And so, before, I can take two steps at a time. Why, why, why? Recently, I found out I cannot do that. <laughs> I tried and I broke my heel. So, I am getting older. That's what it meant. And so, we see this story in the book of... Um, uh, Genesis about uh, about uh, uh, about Abraham and Sarah. They are quite old. And one time, angel comes and said, and Abraham took care of them and said, "Oh, your your wife, we have a baby, ninety years old." And the Bible says Sarah looked at himself and laughed and laughed because he knows at that point it's not possible again. Because we can't change our age. But when we fast forward to Hebrews chapter 11, verse 11, we find that by faith, he was, she was enabled. And so all things are not, we can't reverse our age. And another obvious is that we can't save ourselves from demonic oppression. It's only we need God to deliver and save us from it. The child was tormented, tormented. There are certain things happening to your children, and you don't, you, you don't feel helpless. Sometimes you want, let me be the person suffering instead of your child crying and breaking. You can helpless. Demonic oppression and forces of darkness was real. It's real. I remember yesterday, uh, the guy that spoke from America sp- brought it strongly. Sometimes we pray, speaking to our minds, speaking to our spirit, bringing depression. You need God, you need Jesus. You need a prayer. We cannot help ourselves. So what I'm trying to say, there are so many situations that are limited. And don't try to help every situation. You need God. When you're taught through and think through and done all you can, remember, you are mere men. All things are not possible with you. It's only with God. All things are possible. You turn your eyes to who? To your creator. Number two. All things are possible with God. It's obvious. You agree? Amen. All things are possible with God. You remember the story in the book of Luke chapter 1 verse 30? Down, and there's a young lady, and that was Mary. And, and the angel appeared to her and said, Oh, you're going to conceive, you're going to have a baby without a man? Ah, happened? How can this happen? He said, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. I have heard that the Holy Spirit comes upon people, not, but not to get pregnant. How is it going to happen? And the angel had this preaching to him and said, with God, nothing can be impossible. And you hear her say, Lord, let it be unto me according to your word. All things are possible with God because he's God. He is so omnipotent. He is so omnipresent. He has all power. All knowledge. Nothing takes him unaware. There is no situation you are going through or you find yourself that God is not aware of, that he has not planned for. Before Adam, we eat the fruit. He has already planned. He has, the Bible said, the lamb has been what? Has been slain before the foundation of the world. He has a plan for it. And so there is no situation that you pass through that God cannot do and is not aware of. And so all things are possible with God. He is a creator. He is ever present. He is, he is 
everything. He is everywhere. And so what I'm saying, all things are possible. And what would this mean with God? With God, with God, with God, with God. What would that mean with God? What does that mean with God? Uh, I just want to think, one number one is saying, with God alone, by himself, there is nothing he cannot do. He is sovereign. He is sovereign. He has all powers. And everything is possible with him. Isaiah 46, verse 10. He said, he knows the beginning from the end. And there is nothing he cannot do. This just simple truth. Number two, with God. We mean in fellowship with God. In communion with God. As we walk with God, all things are possible with him. If he is in our company, all things are possible. And I read the book of John chapter 15 verse 7 again. And it said, if you abide in me and my word abide in you, you will ask whatever you desire and it will be done. It shall be done to you. This simple truth as we fellowship with God, as we develop and our relationship. Most times when we face difficult situations, it, sometimes we want to pull back because we want to solve it by ourselves. But when we come in fellowship, in relationship, closer and closer, let our challenges draw us closer to God. In fellowship with God, there is nothing you cannot do. His fellowship means his presence. And the Bible said, mountain made like wax in the presence of God. His fellowship is, means he is for you. He is with you. He will always, I will be with you. I will go with you. When God called Moses and sent him to Egypt, he was a daunting tax. He was a runaway, a runaway vagabond. And he's going to face the Pharaoh of Egypt again. So what do you mean? Me, to Pharaoh, me, me, to say, I tried it 40 years ago. And it couldn't happen. That time I have influence. That time I have military. That time I have my own army. I could, I could do it, but now it's not possible. And you know the whole dealing. And he said to him, who will I say that send me? Say, I am that I am. I will go with you. I will be with you. My presence will go with you. My power will go with you. I will become everything on the way. For you. And he went, you know, the result. When Jesus was leaving, he said to his disciples, gave them the, uh, what, the, the great commission, and he said, I am with you always. Friends, we need to cultivate a good relationship and fellowship with our God. And that gives us opportunity to draw strength in every situation from him. All things are possible with them who, when God is with you. And in book of Romans chapter 8 verse 31, it says, if God is for you, who can be against you? Nobody. And the next point I want to say that with God, with God can also mean within his will, his plan, and purpose for your life. If we, God is with you means within his will, his purpose for your life. Job said this in book of Job 42, and he has gone, has seen it all. And I say, 
I know you can do all things and that no purpose of yours can be thwarted. 42. I know you can do all things. You allowed me to pass through all difficulties, lost all my children, lost my wealth, lost friends. I know you can do all things. But within his will. Jesus also at Gethsemane when he was praying. Mark recorded this. When Jesus came, it was very heavy. It was very challenging, daunting tax. Like some of you might be facing daunting tax or whatever. And then Jesus prayed and said, he went further in Mark chapter 14 verse 35 and 36. He went further, little further, and fell on the ground and prayed that it, it, if, if it were possible, the hour might pass from him. And you see his prayer, he said, he said, Abba, Father, all things are possible to you. Take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. He recognizes all things are possible. I'm going to show you something. And he ended up saying, not my will, but your will be done. All the things are possible for God. That's true, no controversy. But at this moment, I'm like, man, I'm feeling the pain. I'm feeling the, the, the trouble of the cover. I'm feeling, I'm, I mean, 100% man, 100% man. I can feel like a man. All things are not possible with me. If it's my will. But he said, not my will, but your will be done. And when he releases himself from his personal will as a human being to the will of God, he acquired the strength. All things are possible. Still, all things are possible. God is not going to take away the cup of suffering. God is not going to stop him from going to the cross because if that happened, we wouldn't be here at all. He has to go through the cross. So God is going to do what? Make it possible. Give him strength. Give him grace. Give him energy. Give him vitality. Strength to pass through the cross without wavering. And so in, uh, on the Gethsemane, he won the cross. On the Gethsemane, he conquered the sin. On the Gethsemane, he conquered fear. On the Gethsemane, he was, he drew from heaven to go through that suffering. Because all things are possible. That the Father said, you can do it. You can make it. There are people I can say today, you can do it, you can make it. Passing through situations that you can't understand, pain, difficulty, you can make it. God is able to provide all grace to abound. Paul one time was suffering from uh, illness. We don't know what it is. Say, a tongue was put on my flesh. He said, three times I prayed. And God comes back to say, my grace is sufficient for you. For my power is made strong in your weakness. So all things are possible. And Jesus was able to pass through that cross. Paul has his own son, wonderful time also. And in Philippians chapter 4 verse 13. We love to quote that scripture. I can do all things. 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 
But he put it, through Christ, that strengthened me. And you realize what he was talking about at that moment. He was talking about, he's giving a thank you to those who supply and supported his ministry. But he was saying to them, look, I have learned how to abase, to suffer hunger and go through affliction and go through this without murmuring and complaining and telling everybody and writing and shouting, nobody is there for me. I have also learned how to abound so I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. And so what I'm trying to say is that in whatever situation you find yourself, his grace is sufficient. All things are possible. All things are possible. As I say to you, all things are possible. All things are possible with God. And there is another set of people he said all things are possible with those who believe. All things are possible to those who believe. And so from our reading in Mark, you will underline that the role of personal faith in receiving God's promises and plan, whether it's trained to pass through and uh, uh, true situations, whether it's miracles or healing, which I trust, I believe, is safe for today. We live in a tension of kingdom now and kingdom to come. But I tell you, there are much more we can draw from the kingdom now. Jesus has not appreciated his power. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I'm among those who believe that if he healed yesterday, he can heal today. We have a last crusade, and we have to see people who have pie being healed and other diseases and others being healed. But sometimes, he might not heal. Is it possible? All things are possible. And so we see the personal faith, importance of we believing to stretch our faith. is like the hand used to collecting from God. It's like stretching out your arm to, believe, to receive what God has for you, the promises of God. And so with God, all things are possible. With Jesus, all things are possible. But we have to use our faith to be able to receive, to unlock God's power and resources to meet our need today. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 said, Now faith is. Faith is now. Now faith is. We hope and faith bring it to us now. And so I just want to encourage you. And you see these dynamics. When the, boy, the father of the boy came to Jesus, he said, If you can't, if you are able, if you can handle it, just have mercy on us. Jesus can. Jesus is able. Jesus is compassionate. Jesus has everything. He's able to do all things. And he, he said to the man, if you can believe. Friends, I want to open a little bit your mind and your heart towards God. If you can believe. Whatever is that project you are having now, if you can believe. Whatever is the situation you're having, if you can believe. He said, all things are possible. But I am so happy that the man could identify, identify with me. I don't know whether you ever had a struggle of faith. What I call the tension of faith. What I get, the struggle of faith. The man has enough faith to bring the child to the disciple and to Jesus Christ. He has enough faith to come. 
We have enough faith to come to church, enough faith to pray. But sometimes we struggle with our doubt, with our science, with our medical experience, with what people have told us about the situation or the other thing. Or that. We struggle. I have had that struggle. I have had struggle planting churches. Is it going to work? Is it not going to work? Is this person going to come? Am I sure what God ahead well? Am I sure what, what God said is true? Am I sure? I know God is saying true, but my body is telling me this is not actually possible. <laughs> and we went through that. The man said to him, I believe, but help my unbelief. I don't know if there's anybody here like me who can identify that sometimes I believe, I pray. I pass. I talk about it. But really, somewhere else in my mind, how is it going to happen? I believe it's good to be honest. This man was very honest. He said, I believe, help my unbelief. He was not alone, no. He was not alone. Sarah laughed. When they say he's going to conceive, he said, I believe that. (laughs) And when they say, Sarah laughed, you laughed. He said, no, I didn't laugh for he was considering his, her age. She was considering how is it going to be possible <laughs> medically. The Bible said in the book of the Hebrew, it said, he's dead. He's dead. But he was enabled by God. And so it's just to underline that God might not be looking for a superlative faith, a perfect faith. The person who doesn't struggle, who, yeah, you are dead. You are like an angel. No, we see this struggle. I struggle with things, believing God for it. But it's interesting to note that even when the man said, I believe, have my own belief. If it is me, a Nigerian, I will say, okay, can you raise up in your feet a little bit, a little bit. Believe more, believe more, believe more, believe more. Can you, okay, go and do more prayer, fasting, and all this. Give more prescription. Jesus did not do that. <laughs> he said, I believe, help my unbelief. He immediately said, bring the child here for me. And so Jesus might not be looking for your perfect, absolute faith who does not struggle now. It's just a little faith. He said it in the book of Ma- uh, Luke 19. He said, if you have a little faith like the mustard seed, just to open yourself up to his power. To break out from who you are, what you can do, and yourself, and just little give him a space, give God a space a little bit. Let him do what he can do. You realize who you are. And so we find out his faith was released in Christ. He said, I believe, but help my unbelief. He released the faith in Christ. And when he released the faith, something began to happen. And I just want to encourage us to learn how to release our faith in Christ. Relieve our faith in God. Now for Mary, when he heard all this, what she, did she say? He said, I am your heart met. Let it be unto me according to your word. I don't understand it all. Let it be unto me according to your word. The same thing to uh, 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 here. Let it be unto me according to your word. Let's release our faith. Accept what he has spoken to us. Release our faith in prayer. Release our faith through prayer and our confession. Release our faith. And when he released the faith, what happened? Jesus commanded and the the demon left. The child was restored well and clear. What am I trying to say? Whatever you are passing through, 
all things are possible. God is able to heal. God is able to deliver. God is able to save. And God is able to enable you with strength and power and grace to pass through it. God bless you. Thank you very much. Shall we pray together? Maybe you might like to stand. Can we stand and pray together? Right. I would like to pray, and I know you would like to pray. Maybe there are situations. First, I want to pray for people having maybe trouble and challenges, confusion in life, marriage, and it's becoming difficult. You don't know how to get through it. I just want to pray for you and then ask God peace and strength to come through that point. And another, uh, the second people I want to pray for is maybe you have an ailment, sickness, illness in the body. I want to pray for you. Or you're having some experiences you don't understand. I just want to pray. And then the last people I want to pray, maybe there is a project. Maybe you're writing an exam, professional exam, and things are challenging, difficult, or thought project you have. I want to pray and say all things are possible. Can we just pray together? Just put your hand in your heart if any other thing I mentioned concerns you. Father, I want to come to you in prayer because you are God. Nothing is impossible with you. Jeremiah said, Our Lord God, thou hast made heaven and earth with a mighty hand. Nothing is so difficult. Therefore, Lord, we stand in faith this morning that you can do all things. And I come against every power of sickness, whatever it is in the body, that is troubling. Lord, I am asking in Jesus' name that a healing will flow from the crown of his head to the sole of his feet to every part. I command pain to disappear. I command every function in the body that's not going right to begin to go right in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray for the healing of God, power of God to flow through your life in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I pray for people. I pray for people who are going through grief, pain, challenges, difficult situations. I am asking that your grace, your power, your strength will come from the cross and will go and renew them and resuscitate them and strengthen them and show them and give them strength to pass through. And Lord, I pray for people who are having challenges of maybe projects or things they are doing, they think, how can I achieve this? Father, I am praying that release into their spirit the strength and ability to jump the mountain, the, the strength and ability to accomplish that great task that is possible, they can achieve it, they can get through it. Father, I pray that your grace and your power be sufficient. Thank you, precious God. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You have been listening to a Woodside Church podcast. For more information, visit woodsidechurch.com.